I'm Dr. Dave Martin, and welcome to my Practical Positive Leadership Podcast. I'd like to start off by giving you a short bio so that you know where I'm coming from and my qualifications to speak on this subject called leadership. It's a topic that I'm real passionate about. After having been in leadership positions on and off for over 30 years, both in the military and the private sector, I think I have a really unique perspective on leadership that few other people can offer. Most of what passes off for leadership today is a whole bunch of overly aggressive macho crap designed to get people excited, make the motivational speaker some money, but has little positive effect on the ability of people to lead and inspire their own subordinates to greatness, which is what leadership is really all about. Over the past 30 years or so, I've learned that leadership is a lot more complicated than just getting up and trying to pump people up through motivational speakers, conferences, and seminars. Real authentic leadership is hard work. Why? Because to inspire the people you lead so that they consistently perform at a high level requires that you invest in them. You have to start with giving people the right vision, communicating that vision, and then move into a coaching and mentoring role to help encourage them to perform to the best of their ability. That means acting as a guide, providing them help when they need it, but mostly stepping back and providing encouragement, coaching, and mentorship and feedback at key points in their tasks, their projects, and even their careers. If you're concerned with leading the organization well, it means that you provide opportunities for your people to obtain mastery over their craft give them autonomy over their task, and provide them with purpose to get tasks done. Now, Daniel Pink uses the acronym AMP to describe this process, autonomy, mastery, and purpose. And it's vital for your organization's success and for your success as an individual leader. As a leader, you also need to learn how to do what I call the hard stuff. You simply must deal with conflict and the sooner the better. You must deal with toxic people, preferably getting them off the bus as soon as you can. You must have the courage to say no, even at great risk to yourself. You must learn how to delegate, and from time to time, you will even be required to step into people's lives to help them deal with personal problems that are affecting their ability to perform at work. No one teaches this stuff at business school. In fact, most of today's contemporary leadership magazines and journals won't even touch some of these subjects. But if you're going to be effective at all levels of leadership, you must be willing to negotiate a lot of these potential landmines. Okay, Dave, you might be asking, so what qualifies you to talk about these issues? What makes you so different? Great questions, and I owe you some answers. I have successfully negotiated several careers during the past 40 plus years of my work life. I joined the military as an enlisted U.S. Air Force Airman and rapidly rose through the NCO ranks, becoming a technical sergeant with only seven and a half years of experience, and that's really fast for the Air Force. I also finished my four-year degree, which enabled me to become a second lieutenant after only nine years. My first duty assignment as an officer was an aircraft maintenance flight of over 125 people, and during the time I was one of the leaders for our maintenance squadron, our squadron was awarded the best organizational maintenance squadron in the entire Air Force. I went on to win the Company Grade Officer of the Year Award 
for Columbus Air Force Base in 1986, and then went on to a consultant position within the Air Force, where our work saved the Department of Defense over $300 million. And that, my friend, is some real money. I finished my Air Force career in Korea, where I earned a company-grade officer of the quarter for the base in 1994, some eight years after I had won my award at Columbus Air Force Base. In Korea, I also led the 51st Fighter Wing's total quality management effort and provided leadership for the entire base population on all matters related to total quality management. In 1995, eager to move back into civilian life, I retired and I started work as a logistics analyst for Computer Sciences Corporation. Quickly, I noticed some real opportunities for my client to help them solve some very complex logistical challenges. And within the first 10 months, we came up with a consulting concept and contract that would eventually bring in $10 million to the company over the next 10 years. Now, sensing in 1996 that it was a good time to get into the internet, I moved on to another project as the lead web developer. After sensing some huge opportunities for our client, I put together a bilingual team of web developers that led to some groundbreaking technologies that allowed our customers to track their teams in real time on the web. The result was that this particular website that we were developing got over 2 million views in 10 days, and that was in 1998, and resulted in me being recruited for some innovative web development projects at Microsoft. Now, using agile development techniques, I went on to head a team of programmers who developed over 30 enterprise-level IT applications for another large customer. These applications had an average turnaround time of four to five months, and we had an overall acceptance rate from our customers of over 90%. Both of those metrics, by the way, are well above IT industry standards. And most importantly, our team did it while working fairly normal 40 to 50 hour work weeks. Again, which is way below the norm for the IT industry. These were but a few of the innovative products I was involved with. At the same time I was leading these teams, both in the military and the private sector, I was able to continue my advanced education. I hold master's degrees in public administration, logistics management, computer information systems, and theology, and hold a PhD in information technology. I have also held or currently hold certifications in project management, agile project management, advanced security, network engineering and design, and system engineering. All in all, I have been able to navigate some very successful careers, first in the military, then in the private sector, while obtaining these advanced degrees. I have been able to accomplish all of this while also successfully navigating the hazards and obstacles of organizational and corporate life. While not necessarily considering myself a rebel, although that assessment might vary according to who you talk to, I have often gone up against corporate management and leadership in order to meet organizational goals and protect my people at the same time. Now, along the way, I have seen the good, the bad, and the ugly in the world of leadership and management. Now, I am going to tell you that I have certainly made my share of leadership mistakes, but I have learned some very valuable lessons about leading people from mistakes that I've made, and especially from watching the leadership styles of many of my own corporate managers. It's these lessons that I hope to share with my listeners. 
I hope to offer some positive and practical advice about successful leadership that you won't get anywhere else. Sometimes the stories might be a little gritty and raw, but that's the reality of leadership down in the trenches. Leadership, after all, is about influencing and inspiring people to move in the direction that you want them to go to so that everyone can meet their goals in life, whether they're personal or professional. If these podcasts help even one person become a better leader, then I will feel like I have been a success. So as I say, sit back, buckle up, more importantly, listen up and enjoy the ride. That's all I got for now. Talk to you again very soon.